Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, your host, for another great episode. It is I, Charles Nash. I want to welcome everybody to the show today. Uh, I am broadcasting, folks, in my new studio here in my home. Uh, it's up and running. Everything's good to go. Now, I do have some changes I have to make to the show for today. Uh, I was initially going to have Aaron Rollins. Um, he is a Marion City Council member at large. Instead, uh, he had some issues. He will be here tomorrow, um, April the 14th. I will have another show tomorrow dedicated to talking with Aaron from the Marion City Council. So today's show, folks, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and give you a rundown of what's going on. <clears throat> now, I just want to let everyone know that I am broadcasting with a new audio G3 system. So it may sound a little bit different. I still have my old mic and audio system, but we're, we're trying out some new things with some new mics for the studio for when I have guests come on the show, um, or more than one guest come on the show. That way, again, you can hear everybody. I'm not having to exchange a mic between everyone. Everyone has their own mics. It's easier that way to hear the people that I have on the show. Now, with that being said, again, Aaron Rollins will be here for Marion City Council tomorrow. Um, we're going to be talking about some of the issues going on. Uh, one is the write-up from the Marion Star uh, that had a lot of um, Marion City Council members uh, kind of pissed off. Uh, we're going to talk about the union negotiations going on in the city of Marion. And we're also going to get into the whole um, issue with the Marion City becoming a charter city. We're going to follow up to see how that's going and what the process is and where it stands right now with that. Uh, so that's all tomorrow. I have some other questions I want to ask Aaron. So again, <clears throat> I want to apologize to everybody because that was supposed to take place today. Uh, not an issue, but Aaron will be here tomorrow. Now that show is going to kick off about 6 o'clock tomorrow evening. So by the time I'm done, it probably will be up for everyone to listen to um, through all of my uh, major outlets. Probably, I would say, by 8 o'clock, 8.30. Remember, if you listen to me on iHeartRadio, it takes anywhere from 6 to 8 hours once I do a show before it hits the RSS server feed and is pushed through iHeartRadio. I don't know why there's a delay on that. I have asked. The nice people at iHeartRadio, they said that's just sometimes how that works with uh, incoming feeds. So with that being said, I'm going to get right into today's news. And we've got, we've got quite a bit of news. Now, if you have not heard the breaking news, folks, uh, there was a mass subway shooting uh, that took place in the New York City subway. Um, now, there was a man on the loose. Uh, they were trying to go through subway surveillance. And believe it or not, there, there was no working subway surveillance, which to me is just shocking. But I guess, I guess with all of the money that is burning in New York, uh, I guess we can't get operating security feeds now, I guess, in the subway system. And I don't know. But anyway, the man has, that's, that did the, the shooting. Um, I guess there were some other things, explosive devices and things, from, from what I'm hearing as well. Uh, he is in custody. His name is... Uh, Frank R. James, he is 62. Um, 
New York City Police Department in the 9th Precinct uh, arrested him. Um, and they are saying that he is accused of Tuesday's afternoon's shooting in the subway. Again, three dead. Uh, I believe ten others injured. <clears throat> uh, the motives behind it, they're, they're showing some of his um, posts from Facebook and social media accounts. And folks, he's a wacko. He, he's on this notion that the Russian... Ukraine evasion, a war, so to speak, is motivated by racism. And then he talks about, in other tweets, how he plans on basically, um, basically what's going to happen is white people here in America are going to see what's happening over in Ukraine, and they're going to do the same thing to black African Americans. I don't know how you link those two things in there, but apparently, from what I'm reading here, <clears throat> this man has, I guess, some severe mental issues, but he feels that, that that is just, and that's why he shot up people in a subway. Now, going forward also with this story, I just want to tell you, there's a lot of people out there right now saying, well, you know, the police should have apprehended this individual sooner. Well, again, when you have millions of dollars stripped away from the New York City Police Department, what do you, you think is going to happen, folks? Crime is running rampant. And that brings me to my next story. This is from Fox News. It says, Rep. Massey cites Constitution uh, slams Biden's upcoming ghost gun rule, says Congress makes laws. Now, we all know that anytime you have a mass shooting or a shooting or a terroristic attack, what is the first thing that the Democratic Party does? They jump on the bandwagon with, well, we've got to seize more weapons. This is a gun issue. This isn't a crime issue. It's guns. If the, the world, if we just got rid of guns and banned guns, we wouldn't have murder. We wouldn't have death. We wouldn't have any of this. Well... And that's what Joe Biden has come out here the other night and basically gone against. He is on this kick. Now it's went from guns in general to ghost guns. Now, if you don't know what a ghost gun is, it's basically a homemade uh, weapon. It's a firearm that someone, I mean, someone like myself could construct. You buy the parts, you make it. It doesn't have a serial number, which is a serial number that's federally registered. You made it. They want to outlaw that. They're claiming, Joe Biden and his administration is claiming, that's why we have crime. It's just everyone's carrying ghost guns. What do you want to bet if you look at all of the past uh, incidents with shootings, with firearms? I'm going to take a bet here, folks. What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet that the guns that were used were still all federally registered? What do you want to bet? Now, going on with this article here, uh, Republican uh, Thomas uh, Massey, said that the Second Amendment advocates are pushing back against Biden administration's upcoming rule on ghost guns. Characterizing the rule to uh, rein in privately made firearms without serial numbers as unconstitutional. It is. Folks, it's in the Constitution we're allowed to have firearms. 
It does not say that they have to be federally registered. Because that's what Joe Biden and his lawyers are going to fight here. They're going to say, well, <clears throat> it's not unconstitutional because of the simple fact they're not registered. And we need to make it a law that if it's not registered, well, then it's illegal. I know where they're going with this. The problem that they're going to have is, again, a constitutional battle in courts. And you're also going to have a state battle with the federal government and the Biden administration. Because many states are not going to ban ghost guns, nor are they going to ban carry, conceal. I mean, look at Ohio, for example. You can have a ghost gun, you can make a firearm, and now it's you don't even have to go get registered with a license for carry, conceal now. You don't have to go take the training for it. It was just signed by Governor Mike DeWine. Not even, I believe, a month ago. Massey had a tweet here. It says, the Constitution does not authorize, <clears throat> excuse me, the federal government to prevent you from making your own firearm. This a fact that has been recognized for 200 plus years as Article 1, Section 1, literally the first operative uh, sentence in the Constitution says Congress makes laws, not POTUS. And he's absolutely correct. Now, speaking, speaking of issues going on, not with just the crime surges in New York, <clears throat> and everyone will have to excuse me too, I apologize. With the weather change, folks, I am losing my voice bad here. So bear with me. Not only do we have the subway shooting in New York, we have multiple deaths being reported every day, murder rates skyrocketing in Chicago, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., not just New York, it's happening everywhere. And you know what I find surprising is most of the crime surges, folks, and this has been pointed out not just by me, but other people as well. Well, they're all mostly coming from blue states. I wonder why. Could this have to do with anything with the defund the police movement? Or how about the Black Lives Matter movement? The riots that not only killed people, Closed down areas in certain cities blocks long, with, by the way, no one being charged. But they charged everyone for the January 6th riot or <clears throat> capital insurrection, whatever you want to name it. Or how about the police precincts? Places like Wisconsin, the whole downtown area being destroyed. Courthouses being burnt down. I don't see anyone being arrested. And the crime spikes continue to surge. Look in California, folks. You had a chance to recall Governor Newsom. And what happened there? Somehow Governor Newsom is still in control. And the crime rate there is still sky high. With that being said, look at what is also happening out in California. You're having mass robberies, not just in the department store in business districts, but in personal home vandalization. That's also happening in record numbers in New York. And it's not just the poor areas, folks. It's also happening in broad daylight, not just at night, on the street. Broad daylight, people are being assaulted, people being stabbed, gunned down, shot in broad daylight. If that is not a message 
crime is running rampant that the Biden administration can't understand, you're not going to get through to this administration that there is a crime problem. Because they're already looking to blame somebody else. Now it's ghost guns. Or it's Donald Trump. You name it, they've got an excuse for it. Look at look at uh, Jen Psaki here the other day, White House press secretary. She has blamed everything other than Biden and his administration. She has blamed everything with crime. She's she, they they haven't taken any responsibility for it whatsoever. She's she's blamed it on someone else, Donald Trump. Look at here today. She could not even, she could not even name Vladimir Putin as the aggressor in Ukraine. She had to <clears throat> basically fixate on someone else. Same thing with Biden administration and the gas problem. <clears throat> you won't see Jen Psaki say, yeah, it's our fault. We've created a gas problem. An energy problem. Nope. They're blaming it on someone else or something else. Same thing with inflation. They know there's a problem. Hell, Joe Biden has come out and even said there's even going to be shortages in food. But they haven't said who's to blame for that. It sure as hell isn't going to be Biden. It's not going to be his administration. They're going to deflect onto someone or something else. Same thing here with the crime wave. Now, <clears throat> not only do we have shooting, looting, and murder going on in the streets all over the U.S. with crime rate waves surging, and again, I want to make this crystal clear. This is not that the police force, it's not their issue with the crime wave going on in the United States and in certain states. Folks, they have, they have their hands tied. With budget cuts and cutbacks by Democrats and the defund the police movement, they're running on a scaled-back department. Look at the border issue going on. Heck, for crying out loud, they have even tied, the Biden administration has even tied our Border Patrol agents, their hands behind their backs. They're not even allowed to even arrest people coming across the border. You have this whole catch and release issue still going on. And did everyone see, speaking of our border and crime, that is running rampant. Did anyone see what's, what Texas is doing? Did anyone see what Governor Abbott did here the other day? The first bus of illegal immigrants was sent to Washington, D.C., blocks away from Joe Biden's residence. Governor Abbott said that if Joe Biden did not get the border issue under control, and is just going to continue to ship illegal immigrants around in buses and planes into Texas and everywhere else, well, they were going to start deporting them to Joe Biden's doorstep. And that's what they've done. I applaud you, Governor Abbott. Thank you for following through. But folks, I'm going to tell you right now, as much as I applaud him for doing that, it still is going to fall on deaf ears when it comes to Joe Biden his administration, the White House, security agents working under the Biden administration, <clears throat> and every Democrat, it's going to fall on deaf ears. Because even though they know there's an immigration issue and a security issue, they don't care. They're preoccupied spending your taxpayers' money on frivolous, stupid, wasteful government spending on electric vehicles. An insane 
uh, plans for this whole movement about transgenders, sexual education for K through four for minors in schools across the United States. That's what they're focused on. Not major issues like crime, <clears throat> border security, security for the American people, inflation, job growth, you know, the things that matter, they're, they're not, they don't even care about that. Now, I am about 22 minutes in here to the first uh, part of the show. I have to take a commercial timeout here for my Think Local First businesses. Stay tuned, folks. We will be right back. Stress, headaches, and long hours at work. That pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week. You for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the tailored massage therapy and wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suit E in Mount Gilead, Ohio, Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting, and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness at gmail.com or by phone, area code 567-233-3288. Friends, when it comes to big, costly concrete projects, rather for the residential, commercial, or just for decorative needs, you want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable. That's why for all of my concrete project needs, I contact the people at Pennington Concrete. Pennington Concrete is locally owned and an operated business. They specialize in residential, commercial, and decorative concretes. And they are a five-star rated business. So if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground, put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at Pennington Concrete. You'll save loads of time, money, and headaches. For more information, you can contact Pennington Concrete at 740-396-7620 or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet tooth. But there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever gonna need, folks. From delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion, pies and amazing cupcakes from 
garment flavors to traditional and fabulous wedding cakes for that one-in-a-lifetime moment. Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information, contact Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery at 419-709-0918 or check out their Facebook page for more details and special offers. Dad, I want a cookie. Looks like I'm going to be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkles Cookies and Cakeries, folks. Time. A word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times, as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones, as antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On the Square Antiques specialize in just that, antiques. Located in downtown Mount Gilead, Ohio, On the Square Antiques feature fine antiques, collectibles, furniture, grand millennial, granny chick, artwork, and very nice jewelry. Store hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. They arrange payments very easily, and you can pick up at your own convenience, or shipping options are available. For more information, check out their Facebook page on On The Square Antiques, or you can message them at onthesquareantiques at yahoo.com, or even by phone, area code 614-330-6322. And as they always say, happy antiquing. When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens? You get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere. They're ungodly, and they're just sitting in your yard, folks. Rather in the backyard, the front yard, up against your house. And they're just a sight for sore eyes. You have to mow around them. You have to stare at them through your windows. Your neighbors don't like seeing it. It makes your property values go down. And over time, stumps start to decay, become sinkholes, or even become bug-infested. And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business, Neidhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry, logging, tree cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation. And they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information, you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www.nideheartsstumpremoval.com or send your questions to Info at NineHeartStumpRemoval.com Need an outside cleaning? Better call ProSelect! House siding, brick, or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect! Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect! How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect! ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 
or visit their website at ProSelectLLC or Facebook. Email them at ProSelect.es at gmail.com for more information. back ladies and gentlemen into the second part of our broadcast here i am charles nash i am here on political theater if you are just tuning in we are coming back from our first commercial timeout so i have got plenty of news still to go around so please join us listen in here and you may just learn something for your listening ears that you're going to enjoy so, now I have a couple announcements. <clears throat> Excuse me again for my voice. Now, <clears throat> as many of you know, <clears throat> excuse me, as many of you know, folks, I had Dawn Moodley. Uh, she was on here about a week ago. That was for the We the People Freedom Convoy, Ohio, um, with the Freedom Convoy. Um, that runs through Ohio. Everyone has seen the, the Freedom Convoy in Canada. There's different ones all throughout the United States here. It's popping up. Well, when I had her on, I had mentioned to her, we were talking about uh, some of the political candidates. And I had asked her if anyone had really got involved um, with the whole Freedom Convoy movement. Now... She said there was going to be some dates and things coming up. Well, folks, as someone who supports the Ohio uh, Statewide Freedom Convoy, I have to drop a message here. Uh, and I hope Don and, and everyone that's involved in the Freedom Convoy listens to this, listens to the show this evening. Um, so there was a letter that was put out. Uh, it was stating that in the letter that... <clears throat> There's going to be a statewide um, Freedom Convoy focus, and it's it's basically going to be an event. Um, it's going to be occurring in the na in this nation here in the United States and in Canada on Saturday, April the thirtieth. Now there is more details um, with this. They're trying to get. A convoy in all 50 states is what it looks like. Now, if you're interested in getting more information about the Ohio We the People Freedom Convoy, you can go to their, their Facebook page. It's We the People Freedom Convoy Ohio to get more information on where they plan on meeting um, on April the 30th. They give a link. It's uh, ohiofan.com forward slash event forward slash Ohio. We the people freedom convoy forward slash. Again, uh, they want to have a bunch of people come out. If you're interested in partaking in this uh, event, you've got a big rig, go to it. I plan on going to this event myself to, to see firsthand just what this is all about. Um, now, getting back to what I was, was talking about with this, and this is why it's so important. I had asked her if there was any politicians here in Ohio that was involved with the whole Freedom Convoy movement. And she said the only one that has really talked to them but not really participated um, was Joe Blystone. Nobody else. No Governor DeWine, no Jim Renacci, uh, you know, any of the other individuals that are running for the Ohio uh, governorship. She even wanted um, Congressman Jim Jordan to get involved. I don't know if they've made contact with him yet or not. But I had said to her, you know who you should reach out to? You should reach out or try to get an established communication with former president. 
Donald J. Trump. Well, guess what, folks? I have some information here to give everybody. If you haven't heard it already, this just came out today. I'm going to read this to you. Um, it first broke, let me see here, from Cleveland.com. It says, uh, Ohio former President Donald Trump, a Republican, will hold a rally later this month at Delaware County Fairgrounds, his first trip since the state since last to the state since last summer. It says Trump is slated to speak at 7 p.m. with around three hours of speakers before him beginning at 4 p.m. The upcoming visit marks Trump's first stop in the state since a massive outdoor rally um, at the uh, Lorraine uh, County Fairgrounds last year. It says this is going to be billed as the campaign bump for Rocky River congressional candidate Max Miller and his primary against Rocky River rep uh, Anthony Gonzalez. Hopefully I didn't get that pronounced wrong. It says that it says Gonzalez was the uh, one of the 10 Republicans that voted to impeach Trump. Um, later dropped out of the race. But again, I, they're saying this is going to be a bump off for who's he's, who he's going to pick in certain areas for the Republican Party here in Ohio. My question is, is Donald Trump going to name an endorsement for the governorship of Ohio? I am really interested to see if he even says anything about that. We'll have to wait and see. But I, what I wanted to get at with this was, again, this is happening. This will be happening um, April the 23rd. And again, the Freedom Convoy is going to be happening on April the 30th. Now, Don, if you're listening, you really need to get in a hold of Donald Trump. I am sure. I don't know Donald Trump personally. I would love to interview Donald Trump. I don't see that happening. But for all of my listening audience, I'm telling you, Don, you need to get a hold of him. I really think he would fly in for this Freedom Convoy movement. Or... Or maybe you guys could bump this up and have this a, you know, a side-by-side -side event at Donald Trump's rally. That would be amazing, especially for downtown Delaware. And you guys could kick jump this whole thing. It's just a thought that I'm throwing out there. I don't know if it can be done, but could everybody imagine that? Former President Donald Trump in Delaware, Delaware, Ohio, with many other speakers for the Republican Party, giving endorsements, and then you have the Freedom Convoy. We the People Freedom Convoy, Ohio, right there. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, that would be big. It's just something to think about. Again, Don Moody, if you're, if you're listening... I'm telling you, you you need to try to make that happen. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have a concrete date for you know this this convoy on the 30th, but I'm telling you, you guys should try to get something planned for the 23rd there in downtown Delaware at the fairgrounds. That would be amazing, amazing. That would be something that I or I, I believe a lot of people would drive, not just to see former President Donald Trump. But people want to see that Freedom Convoy. Just my two cents. Just throwing that out there. Now, getting back to where I had left off with doom and gloom with crime. Did anyone see? I got this off the hill with another article here I'm going to talk about. Did anyone see 
the judge that denied the Hillary Clinton lawyer, um, Sessman, for dismissal of the Durham probe indictment? Did anyone, has anyone read that yet? Well, I've got it right here for everyone. I thought this was interesting. <clears throat> Just because of the simple fact, anything that has to do with Hillary Clinton, people usually get off scot-free. The Clintons get off scot-free. Look at all the corruption the woman has done. Look at Benghazi, for example. <clears throat> but I just thought this was an interesting article. I wanted to share this because I really did think that this was going to get thrown out. And then I got surprised today. It says, Judge denies Sessman's motion to dismiss case. Trial to begin next month. So it's set to begin May the 16th. It says the federal judge, judge presiding over the case of former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sessman denied his request to dismiss the case brought against him by special counsel John Durham Wednesday, ordering that the trial go forward as planned next month, which is set to start May the 16th. It says Sessman in February filed a motion to dismiss the case against him. Sessman was charged, if you don't remember, for making a false statement to a federal agent and has pleaded not guilty. It says in a court filing on Wednesday, the federal judge, <clears throat> Christopher Cooper, outlined the charges against Sessman brought by the Durham um, panel and grand jury last year. It says, Cooper detailed Durham's indictment, which alleges that Sussman told then-FBI uh, General Counsel James Baker, September of 2016, less than two months before the 2016 presidential election, that he was not working for any client when he requested and held a meeting in which he presented uh, proposed data white papers alleging and communications of channels between Trump organization, uh, Alf Bank, which had ties to the Russian Kremlins. We know that that was a lie. <clears throat> now, Durham has also come out, folks, and showed text messages. He has Sessman's text messages showing lies that Sessman said that he had no communications with Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. You can now see those, and they're going to be, they're basically going to be brung in as evidence in this court case. So again, I'm surprised this is going to court. Big win, in my view, for <clears throat> Lady Justice. We'll see where this goes. I don't know if you're going to see an indictment, but this is a good start, in my opinion, with everything that the Democratic Party has gotten away with. I want to apologize. If you just heard that noise, it's my phone, folks. I have people texting me constantly um, about Think Local First ads and about possibly coming on the show or information about things they would like me to talk about. So if you if you hear that noise, it's actually Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park, his little computer screen going off where he changes the passcode and shuts down the park. That's what that sound is. So I apologize for that. But again, when you do the news and things like I do, you have a lot of people trying to connect with you and it's just, it's never ending. So the next item that I got here from The Hill, the next article, <clears throat> this one has to do, and again, here we are again talking about crimes, the federal justice system. We have riots that's been taking place the last two years across the U.S., no one being charged. Well, the only ones being held accountable, let me make this clear, is... The police force. You know, the whole defund the police movement. 
Well, here you go. Here's another prime example of why we have so much crime going on and nothing being done about it. So this comes from The Hill. It says, uh, this article reads, it says, uh, court battles. It says, justice. Civil rights groups reach settlement on Lafayette Square protests. It says, the Justice Department and civil rights groups on Wednesday reached a settlement uh, partially resolving a series of lawsuits following the 2020 protest out, uh, outside the White House, during which federal law enforcement violently dis dispatched uh, demonstrators with tear gas. It says the Biden administration agreed to make changes on how the Secret Service and the U.S. Park Police handle large protests after nearly two years of litigation that began while former President Trump was in office. It says the federal government is committed to the highest standards of protecting civil rights and civil liberties in any federal law enforcement response to public demonstration. Now, folks, what this really, <clears throat> what this really boils down to, I have read the whole article. I have told you where you can find it. This boils down to one thing. This has to do with the Biden administration trying to make Donald Trump during his presidency look like a fool because Donald Trump was cracking down on crime. He was cracking down on the Black Lives Matters movement. He was cracking down on the Antifa movements. And just let me tell you right now, they're not movements. They were riots. And when you have people climbing over the White House gates onto the lawn, it's a national security issue. I would have tear gassed the hell out of them. They're lucky they didn't get shot. But what do you have? You have the Biden administration again again, bending backwards for these groups, <clears throat> basically telling them, you're right, we're wrong. <clears throat> and again, I apologize, folks, again, I am losing my voice because of the weather change, so just bear with me here. But that's what that is about, folks. Again, it's about taking laws security measures, and just basically blatantly doing away with them. And for these groups that commit crimes, it's not about, I love this article how it's like, well, you know, after two years of litigation that began under Donald Trump, well, we just had to, we had to change things with the Secret Service and security. Because people have civil, civil liberties and rights. And we got to protect them. Well, of course you have. Everyone has civil liberties and rights. You have a right to protest. When you're not breaking a law. Or committing a crime. Or destruction of property. Or causing a national security incident or going into an area that's off limits because of national security issues, or when you start throwing Mazel Tov cocktails over the White House gate. But apparently that's all part of your civil liberties. I don't know, maybe I need to go back through and, and give myself a history lesson, but I'm pretty sure that's not part of your, your civil liberty is causing destruction, harm, property damage, you name it. But according to Joe Biden and them folks, it is. Now, <clears throat> the, last, the last two articles here that I want to discuss, in tonight's show, I'm going to cut short just because, again, folks, I have a special show tomorrow. I don't usually do two back-to-back. -back. I usually space them out within the week. Um, but like I said, with due to a scheduling conflict, and it's, it's perfectly okay, no issues. Again, that's why I wanted to do the show tonight. 
And I have Aaron Rollins for Marion City at large coming tomorrow. So the last two articles that I want to discuss, speaking of Democrats, trying to save face because, well, in November, they're going to get the red wave. And they know it. They have no winning chance in November, the midterm elections, and they know it. So they are doing everything they can, folks, to save grace with everything that Joe Biden is touching and destroying. <clears throat> well, like I said, we all know what they what they what they're blaming with Russia and Putin. Uh, I've got two articles here. One is from the uh, the Guardian. It says, understanding Vladimir Putin, the man who fooled the world. Now, if you haven't read this article, it's not a bad article. It just basically, they bring it down to this. They say that Vladimir Putin was bored, and that's why he led an invasion into Ukraine. I highly doubt that. This all has to do, folks, <clears throat> it, it doesn't even have to do with Western opinion, it does not have to do with uh, Crimea <clears throat> or Georgia. It doesn't even have to do with the people of Ukraine and Nazism like we keep hearing. No. They wanted to take Ukraine. They want to bring back the Soviet Union. But they really wanted the strategic materials out of Ukraine. Because it gives them a world economic advantage. <clears throat> they know that. That's all this was about. I will even tell you that it probably has to do a little bit. And I know a lot of people are going to give me hell about this. But I don't even think the war in Ukraine is really about NATO. I don't think Vladimir Putin gives a flying poot about NATO or being on his doorstep. This is about a strategic advantage of materials for worldly economic gain. Just like the fuel. This is all that's about, folks. That and power. That's it. It's that simple. It's that easy. You can go all these news networks. You can listen to the drive-by media and how they go, well, it's this, and it's this, and they hate the West, and this. No, it's pretty simple. This is all this is about. Bringing back the Soviet Union as one, as much as people say, nah, no, it is. And a material power grab of the Ukrainian land. Because strategically, it is a perfect spot for shipping, manufacturing <clears throat> of raw, good raw materials that is used globally. Russia wants to cash in on that. And that's why, that's why this invasion happened. But it's a good article. I mean, it's not bad. Uh, again, it, you can find it on The Guardian. It's, it, the, the article title is Understanding Vladimir Putin, the Man Who Fooled the World. I read it. <clears throat> it gives some, some historical background. But honestly, folks, it, it's, it's not hard to understand what this is all about. Now, speaking of the Democrats, like I said, <clears throat> I'm going to end the show with this last article. It says, Yelling to China, help stop Russia or lose standing in world. This is from Newsmax. I'm going to read it here. It came out today. It says, China should help end Russia's erroneous war in Ukraine, or force a loss of standing in the world. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said on Wednesday, warning that those who seek to
to undermine Western sanctions face economic consequences. Now it says the world's attitudes towards China and its willingness to embrace further economic integration may well be affected by China's reaction to the call of action on Russia. This is what Yellen said in the Atlantic Council uh, think tank in Washington. <clears throat> it also reflects on the Biden administration's call for China to condemn the Russia invasion and side with Western democracies, which whom Beijing has enjoyed lucrative economic relationship to. Now, folks, I had to end the show with this because that is the most hilarious thing I've ever heard of. You have Janet Yellen, U.S. Treasury. The U.S. Treasury Secretary saying that <clears throat> she's warned in China, she's warned in China that if you don't play, if you don't play good with us, well, you could face economic consequences as well. Look, folks, unfortunately, China is its own beast within itself. There isn't anybody right now who is going to get in the way of whatever China is going to do, rather now or in the future. Rather that be economically or strategically when it comes to war. And the fact of the matter, the Chinese, the Chinese look at the Democratic Party and the people in power in the Democratic Party, and they know these people aren't serious. Look how long it's taken the United States when the invasion of Ukraine happened, playing around with the idea of sanctions to begin with. Do you honestly think China is shaking in their boots? Do you honestly think the Chinese president and all of his ambassadors are thinking, oh man, Janet Yelling, she's threatening us. Oh, we better stop what we're doing. Folks, they know the Democratic Party, all of them in office, especially Joe Biden and his administration. They can't make a, a complete comprehensive decision, let alone fight two fronts. And I've said this from the beginning. And that's just my two cents. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to stop the show tonight, like I said, a little bit early. I, I have a busy schedule for tomorrow. Again, we will have Aaron Rollins, Marion City Large, uh, from the Marion City Council. <clears throat> he will be here tomorrow, about 6 o'clock. I hope to have this up by at least 8 p.m. tomorrow on all my major um, carriers for you to listen to. So, just tune in tomorrow. I'm sure you're going to enjoy the show. Um, to all of my um, Think Local First businesses, again, I want to thank you for um, your, your continued support of the show. If you would like to have your business on here for free advertisement, you can contact me on my Facebook page, Political Theater with Charles Nash, or... You can contact me by phone, 740-802-7936, or my email address, which is politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. Again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in, and I hope everyone tunes in tomorrow night, and you can listen to the show when I interview again Aaron, Rod uh, Aaron Rollins, Marion City Council Member at Large. I will see everyone tomorrow night. Have a great evening.